This is Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is the MFG Cast. Non-binaries, children of all ages, another board game episode of the MFG cast. Brought to you by the letter C. Brought to you by the letter C. Ah, ah. Oh, wait, no, that's counting, isn't it? Because the count doesn't do letters, he does numbers, right? I like how you keep pointing at the at my phone, my your, notes. Like, can I have your phone for a second? Like, hey, we're doing we're doing le- we're doing letters, guy. I know we are. What are you doing? I, just a minute because I've already forgotten what I want to do. Uh oh, we have a special announcement by Tracy Amuler. Um, so I I was just gonna say this episode is brought to you by the letter C. Gave me cookie, got you cookie. No. <laughs> Give me cookie, got you cookie. For all those uh, new girl fans, if you've ever seen the show. And he looked at me like I was <laughs> like crazy town. Nah, so take that, that out. That's just the regular look I give you. Give me cookie, got you cookie. Give me that- cookie, got you cookie. <laughs> that episode is so funny. So if you have if you have absolutely no clue what we're talking about, watch, watch new girl. The damn show. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. Or you can just skip past this part. Of course. Yeah, skip past it. <laughs> um, no, as soon as I found out we were on the letter C, I'm like, I've got a reference. Nice. Nice. C is, or C is for Cookie from Sesame Street. That's true. Cookie Monster. Yes, buddy. Yep. Okay. So, but before we get into our C game that we picked for our little alphabet game that we do, uh, let's talk about what we've been playing recently. So, we have a couple of games that we brought to the table. One was one that you've actually been super excited to get to the table that we actually played. Uh, probably was it, about a week ago? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe last weekend or something. Yeah. I think we set it up a couple of weekends ago because we had to punch everything out and learn how to play it. And then we, you know, the infamous running out of time. Yeah. So um, we did that. And then we actually sat down and played it last weekend and that's honey buzz if nice. that's the game you're referencing that is honey buzz okay <laughs> <laughs> By that would be hilarious if i was like nope you're that's like, definitely nope, that's not totally it. not the game Jeez, wrong. um by elf creek games elk creek oh. elf creek games elf creek games you know why i think did elf i say creek? elf creek no you said it right i okay, said it wrong because he... that's an old road <laughs> yeah yeah oh boy i elf yeah creek elf games. creek games Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i like this game i want to play it again the components of this are awesome yeah like Uh, the uh, little blobs of like 
Hanegu or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because it's another game that looks like you want, you should eat it, but don't eat it. Yeah, don't eat it. It's like silica packs. Don't eat it. You'll get sick. Yep. Or maybe poison yourself and die. Well, sick or poison, you know, whatever. Same thing. Pick your poison, I guess. Anyway. Wow, that got dark there. Rambling. So the components, again, are awesome. But basically the gist of this game is... You want to be able to complete orders by putting through a... (laughs) I don't know what you're trying to say, so I can't help you. What's that? The honeycomb? By completing sections of your honeycomb Mm -hmm. to acquire different types of honey, whether it's... What is it? Acacia? Who cares? Um, Different types of honeycomb. So they look like different types of honey. And um, depending on the pattern on the honeycomb, you um, can take certain actions to collect them and you can use them to complete orders. So once you complete you, meaning once the whole, whoever you're playing with, completes two stacks of orders, large and small, then the game ends or there's some other varying factors on when the game ends. But um, you take actions to basically reproduce bees. Yep. Or they call them your beeples, right? Beeples, yep. You can acquire coins, you can produce honey, you can go to the market. Yep, you to can, sell your honey. Yep, you can mm-hmm. do a bunch of different things. Yeah. And so there's like a ton of stuff going on in this game, and that's why I would like to play it again because I want to see like what other things that I can do. Oh, there's also like Queen's Orders where she's like, hey, whoever has the most... Whoever reaches the most or the each kind of honey, whoever produces each of the different types of honey first, mm-hmm. scores um, coins. Whoever has the most orders at the end of the game might score victory points. Um, you know, those types of end game orders also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on the queen. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool, I think. Yeah. I, I didn't have as much of a good time as you did because I got way behind to start with and I couldn't quite catch up so I'm interested to see if that's a thing I can actually do because even though like I didn't lose by as much as I thought I would towards the end I felt like I was always trying to keep up with you which was very kind of disheartening but yeah I think I just need to play it again just to see if I can do better next time well and for me like when I play games I try to think ahead And I don't know, and maybe you do too, but I always try to be at least one step ahead and think about what my next move is going to be constantly. No one wants to be in my head because I'm literally like my brain is being racked and I'm ready. Typically, I'm ready for my next turn when you're done. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. You're more of a strategist where I'm more of a reactionary player. Yeah. Because, you know, I I know that there's possi- there's always different possibilities when people take actions f- for what you can do in the future. But a lot of times I don't even bother trying to waste my brain power on it just because I feel like, like okay, I could be thinking like, oh, th- that this is the way you're going to go so I could do this, this, or this. And then you do it a completely opposite way, and then I'm like, oh, crap. This The thing I just wasted all of my brain power on, I have to think of something else now. 
See, and I think I I think that's what makes it interesting to play games with people who have those different types of ways of playing. Yeah, being a reactionist or a strate- mm-hmm. uh, strategist. Is yeah, that that's why? what I that's why I called it. Yeah, because I think that it it's interesting to have those different types of techniques. Mm-hmm. Because I can't think of a different word to call it. Because yeah. then you know you're trying to. Figure out your next move and or, you know, just kind of see in general, like, what it's what it's going to be like. And literally, my my wheels are constantly turning. Like, it's kind of exhausting sometimes. Yeah, you're but. kind of exhausting. <laughs> I love that look. I was kidding. <laughs> she just gave me the dirtiest look. You missed it. But, man, it was worth a million dollars, I'll tell you what. But, yeah, no, it, no, I understand that. You know, I feel like... I feel like you and uh, old podcast partner Mike are very similar in that way where you both are thinking definitely ahead, definitely way ahead of you know, what I would think. But again, it's it's cool because it's cool to have those to have those different aspects to see how people play like even with like Logan, like I still don't I still don't know if Logan is a reactionary player or if he's a uh, a strategist like you are you know because it's just like maybe he's a blend it could be and i it's funny that you say that because that just popped into my head i think that might be kind of a thing plus i think part of it is luck i feel like sometimes he's just very lucky too but yeah well and in the majority of the time i'd say i'm a strategist but i think sometimes i'm like it's my turn and then i forgot <laughs> like what was I gonna do again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just gonna do an on-the-fly mm-hmm. move here, yeah. and I think that's okay too because I feel like then that makes it more fun. Yeah. Because otherwise, I make it way too intense. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be intense. It can be fun. Yeah. For and sure. having it be all about strategy all the time doesn't mean I'm always gonna win. Yep. It's true. And it annoys me. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, it happens. So, Honey Buzz. Yeah. Um, so far, so good. Nice. I think. Yeah. We all have to play it again. Definitely. Uh, another game we brought to the table is one that is pretty highly regarded, and we haven't played it in quite a while, and that's King Domino by Blue Orange Games. Yeah, it was really nice to get this one to the table. We haven't played it in so long, and it goes so fast, especially with two players. We played it two players, just me and you. And we did? Yeah. Just me and you? Yeah, it was oh. just me and you. <laughs> what? Did you not believe me? I was just teasing you. Oh. <laughs> You're a jerk. <laughs> Podcast over. Uh, no, it's it was really cool to go through it and play it again. It's one of those that it's so quick that I feel like you could go through a ton of strategy in your head to like, okay, now I'm going to try to do it this way, and I'm going to try to do it this way, and because you have to build out a 5x5 five five grid most of the time, it's cool to you know, be able to see, like, okay, if I stack these vertically, will that work, and then horizontally, and it's like, I, I don't want to miss a spot on this map or whatever that I'm making this kingdom, because I could get myself, I could keep myself from getting points, but also at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if I don't put this here, then I'm going to miss out on some points. So, like, maybe that extra, like, square that's missing on my kingdom might not matter. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was nice to get that back to the table. Well, and again, like, what what's going to flip next? You never know. No. Because it's not the same order and... 
you know, you might be waiting for a certain type of train and it may never come again. Yeah. Or you might hope for that certain type of train that has a crown on it, um, which helps you score additional points and maximize your your value of that terrain and it never happens yeah so it's all about this one i feel like is all about strategy and pre-planning yeah but also it brings up a it that brings up a good point too like when you're playing a game and there's that random factor like the tiles there you take out like in the two-player game you take out basically half the tiles so like there are some pre-planning things but also like say like okay, I'm going to start working on, you know, like the water or whatever because I feel like this is going to give me a lot of points. And then all of a sudden towards the end, there's like no water. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, now I have to plan for this, you know. So, like, I like games that kind of have that random factor because as much as you could strategize, that's going to still throw a little bit of a wrench and everything. So mm-hmm. so you have to kind of think on the fly, which I, I like. I f- feel like that stimulates me more sometimes than playing strategy with players that know what's going to be happening from turn to turn. So, yeah. Well, and it, it yeah, it keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're always going to try to beef up your um, water yeah. territory or something like that because you can start water on this side of your kingdom and, you know, forests on this side or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But it makes me think that I would like to check out Queen Domino. Yeah. Because I heard that this one is better than King Domino even. Yeah. Because it adds more, even more elements to it. And King Domino, I believe we bought, was it like our first Gen Con? It might have been first or second, yeah. Yeah. So so we've had this one for a long time. Um, And then we bought the King Domino Duel. Yeah. I think too, which we should... Um, bring back to the table and try yeah, the old, the old roll and write, which would be fun. Yep, definitely. And I think they even announced another, another one in the series, the Domino series. I can't remember at the moment what it is, but it'll be out. Wow. I think in the fall. So cool. Yeah, just keep going on the thread of you know that fun series or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, and then lastly, the game that we played that I think is a very underrated game by Cosmos. We played Roll for Adventure. Yeah, it's been a while since we um, have played this game. Mm-hmm. Well, we reviewed it. Yeah, we did. Actually. And it's funny that you actually, you were the one that said we should play this. Yeah. Why is that funny? Because normally you're not into fantasy games all that much. Well. Even, and even though this one just kind of has a pasted on theme, a, really. But it's a dice game. It is a dice and game. And I like dice. I do like dice, too. So I think that's why, and it caught my eye when we were sitting um, in our game space, and I went, oh, mm-hmm. man, it's been a while since we've played that game. Yeah. Let's play it. And we were just like, I don't know. We were like in that mode to play stuff that we really just, I think we just did the whole, like not a whole lot of thinking and about what we wanted to play necessarily, not a whole lot of whole hum. Yeah. It was like, let's play this. Yep. I think we just made split quick decisions. Let's play this. Let's play that. Yeah. You know, and, and as soon did... as I suggested it, you were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's play it. Well. Yeah. 
Oh, and we kicked its butt, too, a couple of times, too. Which oh, was yeah. Awesome. We played... I, what did we play? The shit out of that game. Yeah, two or three times. Yeah. So, no... Well, maybe even four. Mm, I don't maybe? think so. Oh. I think it was more like two or three, but still. Well, this game has a two-sided board. I'm going to use the word, or the, well, it technically it's has technically a board. It's technically a board. It's just something you put together. Yep. And so I honestly forgot it was two-sided. <laughs> Did you? No. No, I didn't. Oh, so we put the the first side of it. On, which it has like four territories also, like a fra like an ice world and a forest world, forest world and a desert and the other uh, ones like uh, dark lands or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. And there's like different goals um, to be able to acquire gems in each of these areas. So yeah. you may have to break some barriers to be able to acquire gems by um, working as a team back and forth to roll like four fours and then you can break a barrier or three fours and then you break another barrier and four twos and then you break a barrier and then you acquire a gem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as, as those segments or those groupings of dice accomplish that barrier, then you actually can take them back for your stash. Mm-hmm. But monsters can come out. Mm-hmm. They are called monsters or creatures or something yeah they're pretty much they can come out and they can take away the stuff that you've been working on Mm -hmm. if you don't um complete like taking a barrier away or something like that and they can attack that that terrain yeah and if there's if there's any of your dice in there and then they go to the Something of oblivion. <laughs> yeah, it's the what is it? portal of oblivion or something, something like that. Something of the oblivion. Yeah, yeah. And then you basically have to rescue them by rolling... Ten or more in ten the or portal more, of resurrection. Yes. <laughs> ten or more, but they have to be the same dice roll. So you'd have to have like two fives or two sixes mm-hmm. or like... Three fours. Three fours, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Something like that to be able to rescue these dice. Yeah. Or... I kind of look at them as people. Yeah, for sure. But then they throw a Master of Shadows in there, which that one's like more extreme. Yeah, that- he's the he's the big baddie that's trying to destroy this world, and he's sending out his goons to to help out. So. Yeah. So then there's that, and then you can actually also um, shuffle in even harder creatures or mm-hmm. harder monsters. And so we played with the Phantom, which is like a a two powered monster or creature Mm -hmm. that can come out and attack Um, and they come out just like any other creatures and so they can come out too i think there's a giant which is more Mm -hmm. and um i can't remember dragons i think or dragons and then i think there's maybe one more yeah and that one's lower but but then on the other side of the board you flip it over and there's like other things that you have to accomplish but they're more difficult yeah that, but you work together, so, like, if you roll fives, you can, um, what, whoa, one thing I didn't mention is in order to place the dice on the board, you can only pick one number. So, if I choose to um, place the fives on the board, I can place the fives, but let's say I rolled, like, three fives and four twos or something, I'm, I have to choose between the fives or the twos, because then I have to re-roll my dice again. Yeah. 
and hope that I can roll possibly something that will be beneficial to be able to help the team again. Yep. So you're always you're always taking the dice that are of the same value. That's the only thing you do once per roll or whatever, basically. Yep. And you have to use all all of your dice. Yep. And so you can select like a four, one four, something like that. Because mm-hmm. eventually you may only be able to use one die. But you can't like place all your dice at the same time. Yeah. Like your entire hand. Un- unless you rolled all sexes, which would be impossible. But <laughs> Well, it's not impossible, but it'd be very magical. It would be very magical. So anyway, once you get all of the gems or the jewels or whatever, then you win the game. Yep, because you're forging the ultimate weapon to defeat the Master of Shadows. Oh, and then you you also have characters that help you Mm -hmm. along the way. So you could have the adventurer that has a special power or the frost runner or something like that. Mm -hmm. And now I want to play this game again. (laughs) Now that we're talking about it, I don't know about you. You sold it to yourself. God dang it. Why do I do that? That's good. That means it's a good game, and that's that's what game companies are trying to do, and and people that design these games, they're they want to make games that get people excited about it. So I know. And when we when this game first came to us for review a couple of years ago, I was like, nah, and we weren't really sure about it. Mm-hmm. And then the more we played it to be able to um, review it, the more we really appreciated it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I and think now I want to appreciate it again today. For sure, I think it's one of those like don't judge a book by its cover kind of things. You know, it's like just because it may not look like something that's right for you, do the research. You know, watch playthrough videos, listen to podcasts like this. You know, go to BGG. You know, do your research because there are a lot of games out there that are awesome and that I think constantly get missed, like this game. And, you know, who knows? It could be something that really... I mean, it's got it's got a lot of strategy to it because it's co-op and you have to work with your with your other players, but it also has a, some luck based with the dice, dice rolling, rolls. but it's mm-hmm. also got manipulation with, like, certain abilities and things you can do on the map, too. Like, there's a lot to it. It really... It's one of those games that you could play and not have the same experience. So, it's cool. Yeah. Yep. It's cool. Yeah. So that's what we've been playing recently. Now on to the topic of what we played for a C game. But first, let's do, let's do this. I wrote down all of the games that we have that begin with the letter C, and boy, do we have a lot of games that start with C. Holy I haven't even smokes. seen the list. Okay, so I'm going to go through them in very quick order, just so... Are you going to go through like an auctioneer? <laughs> I wish I could do it that fast. Um, but no. yeah. I would get stuck on the first one. I'd be like, and eh, no, blah, no, done. <laughs> so, uh, the games that we have that begin with C, we have Camel Up, Canvas, Campy Creatures, The Captain is Dead, Cartographers, Castles of Burgundy, Catan Jr., Catch the Moon, Century Spice Road, Century Eastern Wonders, Champions of Midgard, Citrus, Clank, Clank 2, or Claim, Claim 2, sorry, Clank. Uh, then we have Clank in Space, Click Click Boom, Coatl, Coimbra, Cold War, CIA versus KGB, Concordia, Copenhagen, Core Worlds, Corinth, Cosmic Run, Regeneration, Cover Your Kingdom, The Crew, Crimes in History, HH Holmes, Murder Castle, Crusades That Will Be Done, Crystallo, CV, and Cult Express. 
Holy moly, that yeah. is a lot of C games. We have a ton. And I have to tell you that when we picked a C game, we didn't even look at our list of C games. <laughs> we didn't. We just saw a C game and went, oh, this is the one we're going to play. Well, and we went, and we based this one on, we haven't played this for a long time. That's true. And it just happened to be a C game. Yeah, for sure. Holy crap. Yeah. So, like, out of the ones that we have, like, like Concordia is a classic, I feel like. I feel like that's oh, I one see I what you did. Concordia is a classic. It is. Uh, I want to really want to get that one to the table again. The Crew is amazing. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, that game is just fantastic. A game that's quick and easy to learn and fun to play, Cosmic Run Regeneration. Love that game. I mean, there's just so many. Core Worlds by Stronghold, that's like a great game that um, I like to get the table again. Cartographers. I mean, seriously, there's just so many good games. We have not played Canvas yet. <laughs> we, have, we have our Kickstarter copy, our beautiful Kickstarter copy just sitting there. We need to play that. Um, I love Castles of Burgundy. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, game, too. Classic. Catan Jr. That was one that we ha- we have had for a very long time. We bought this one to be able to play with Logan. And I have to say that just because it has the word junior behind it, because now sit down for this one. I've never played Catan. (laughs) And I've only played it once. And Catan Junior is so fun. Yeah, for sure. And we learned about this by watching Will Wheaton. I think he was doing a, what was that show? Tabletop. A tabletop Will Wheaton, and then we had to buy Catan Jr., and this one is so fun, and we actually played a giant version of it at Gen Con when we (laughs) brought Logan the first year. That was super fun. That was so fun. Um, But Champions of Midgard, we've started kind of pimping out that game, didn't Mm -hmm. we? Yeah. With... Playmat. Playmat. Expansions. Yeah. Tons of expansions that we have for that game. Mm -hmm. Really like that game. Boy, C, C is really killing it, I feel like. Yeah, and all these words that we're using sound like C's, but then they're K's, like <laughs> Kickstarter and killing. Okay, so the game we picked was... Oh, she's pointing at me. Colt Express. By well, I can point at the dog, but he can't talk. <laughs> That's true. By Laudonaut Laudonaut Games. Ludonaut. Oh my gosh. Ludonaut. And now that he's butchered that. that. Yeah. It's uh it's an asthma day game. They bought it bought out the rights for it or whatever. But I I will go I will say it's Ludonaut. This game is designed by Christoph Rainbolt, and the art is by Jordi Valbuena. Uh, this is a game that I think I think we played this game at Gen Con, too. I think that's how we got into this game. Or, like, one of the conventions, I thought. Or did we just buy it off the cuff? <laughs> Maybe I'm just completely lying. I don't remember. Sorry, I, everyone. I gave him a face because I don't remember playing this one. Or maybe we saw it at Gen Con and we just uh, never played it. Did we play this one electronically first? I don't know. God, I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like we I saw it at a along. convention. Time I, we, we have. might have seen it, but I don't remember ever playing it. Yeah, um, we've had this one a long time. This game came out in, gosh, where? Why are there no dates? <laughs> There's never a date on. Yeah, there is. Twenty fourteen. Wow, 
That was two years after we started this podcast. So this, but this game stands the test of time. It does. Is that weird? (laughs) This game has gone with app. It has apps. Yep. It's gone digitally. It's on like on the old uh, board game arena, I think even. And um, probably Tabletopia and Tabletop Simulator. Simulator. Yep. Yep. Um, and I've played, we have it on, uh, iPad. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, it does all the work for you. Which is On great. iPad. Yep. You have to think when you play it, um, on your tabletop. Yeah. It has at least one expansion, which we don't have. It does? Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, we just haven't played that one, but that's okay. Playing this game is fun. So, basically, what we're doing so that... Those who aren't super familiar with it, you're basically picking a character, someone who is naughty, right? Yep, because they're robbing a train. A naughty person <laughs> could be whomever you'd like mm-hmm. to pick their character and their cards that go with it. Their cards are could be, um, what is it, a shoot? Yeah, they have different abilities you can do. You can shoot, you can punch, you can steal... Uh, what else can you do? You can uh, move. So you can move to the top of the train, or you can move forward or backward. Oh, you can fire. It's oh, that's called right. firing. Firing. Robbery. Um, robbery. Punching. punching. There's a martial card, which we can talk about in a minute, and then you do the floor change. Yeah, and moving. So, yeah. yep. Yeah, you're basically, you're just moving on the stagecoach, and you're just trying to... Steal as much money as you can before the game is over and be the winner. But the interesting part about it is, well, that depending on how the card placement is, you could be trying to punch somebody and nobody's there. <laughs> yep. And so it's kind of, you kind of look foolish, but it's kind of fun. So it adds that element. Or you could be moving up to another floor and somebody thinks you're going to be right next to them. Mm-hmm. And things like that. And stealing, like, bags of money is all secret. So secret to you, secret to the other players. So you never know how much money or how much value your, like, your rubies or your gems are until the end of the game. Mm -hmm. What also is cool, and you can tell me if I'm not on to this, is the um, components of the game. Yeah. Are are really cool. Because they're actually, it's just not, it's not an actual game board. Yeah. We had to, and this was a long time ago, but we had to build the actual. um, Locomotive. Yes. The cars. And the, um, the, the, what is that? Scenery. Oh, that too. <laughs> like what are you the butt end me? of the train. What is that? The caboose. The caboose and the. And the front of the train, whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, it adds a a different element than you're used to on a typical board game because it actually is like a 3D. Yeah. Yeah, It's got a great look to it. It's fun feel. Yeah. 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 One of the fun things about, about trying to play is like with Tracy said with the cards, it's like, you know, you could be doing certain things, but people could be moving or doing other things to keep you from doing those things because each round you have a round card and it shows you how you're playing your cards. So some will be playing face up 
and some of them you choose beforehand and put them down face down, and then you reveal after that, and then people have to react that way depending upon player order. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you have the face-up cards, then it's like, okay, this guy, this person played this card, so, well, I'm going to react this way. I'm going to play this card instead. But then when you have the face-down ones, it's like, okay, I'm going to shoot this person. Well, the, sh- the person just moved down, <laughs> so you can't shoot them. So it's like there's a you know, bunch of different ways to kind of go back and forth and you know, see what you can end up doing. Did you talk about the events on the... I didn't talk at about the it. Very, there's, yeah, there's actually at the events. Very end? Yeah, that's Some, at, the, at the end of the round card, basically. Some of the cards make events happen. So it could be that um, all the passengers that are like on top of the roof of the train have to move forward towards the locomotive. Some might pickpocket. Some might have to move let's see all the bandits that are on the roof move to the roof of the caboose so there's like different actions that happen they don't always happen but that that's possible Mm -hmm. so the game ends after five rounds then each player flips those money bags that they have the gem tokens they've collected and totals that there's also a gunslinger prize, which is awarded to the person who fired the most bullets. Nice. And then the person with the most money wins. Yep. Because you want to be the most successful robber. That's true. Yeah, and one of the one of the cool things about this game is when you are doing the firing basically or the shooting at the other people, you prevent them from having more like better cards in their hand because you're giving up chafe cards basically what it is is that you get them like uh what do they call it empty ne- bullet or neutral, neutral bullet or i think it's like a that. neutral bullet anyway they're just cards that muck up your hand and they don't do anything for you so as you're shuffling in and you draw your cards that you need to use to play the game you get these bullet cards or whatever that really throw a wrench in things and unfortunately in the base game you can't get rid of them so you might have a hand of cards and you've got like two or three like uh, neutral or empty bullet ones, whatever those are called. They're neutral. And then you only ha- you have less action to play during a game. So then that means that these other people could, you know, really scuff you up and give you more, give you more cards or be able to, to take more money or move more and stuff like that. So yeah, you have to kind of be careful because you want to be able to you know, grab as much money as possible, but you have to thwart these other players from, you know, doing the things that they want to do too. So it's a cool little back and forth to see how that happens. And I feel like this is one that the more players you get into it, the better it is because you've got all this action going on and you're trying to figure out who's going to do this and who's going to take this. And some things get dropped, I think, with the punch cards. I think if somebody gets punched, I think they have they to drop, drop something. Yep. Yep. Like a bag or a gem or something and like they, that. I don't think they get to decide what's dropped. The person who punches them gets to decide what item is dropped from in front of them. And it doesn't go to the player who punched them. It just gets dropped right back wherever they get punched. Yeah. So it could be on top of the car. It could be inside the car. Mm-hmm. And, but they just randomly pick one of them they don't know what the value is or anything like that so it could be the highest value could be the lowest value yeah yeah and then the like 
the marshal also throws in you know uh, a little goofiness too because they if you're in the same car as them they put they you have to get out of the way and stuff like that so like and then i think you acquire a neutral bullet card yeah if you end up in the same car as him Mm -hmm. and you have to leave but he hands you a neutral bullet too so he adds more chafe to your hand yeah so because you're get the heck out of his way <laughs> that's right so but yeah it, it's it was fun to get this game back to the table it's very interactive i like the you know the 3d-ness of it and stuff like that being able to move your meeples up and down and all around and seeing if you can hit people with things and stuff like that or you miss you know and it's just i don't know it feels like it feels like one of those games that every time you do it you just kind of like I am always feel myself kind of smiling, like, this is fun. Even it's kind of silly. Even if, even if I'm losing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of silly, though, because, you know, in regards to, I think I might just punch the air. Yeah. I might just shoot at nothing. Yeah. You know? So you feel kind of silly because you're like, well, dang it, they totally moved on me. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to... So this is a game where... For me, when we talk about being a strategist, mm-hmm. it's not always that beneficial. Like, I think I lost this game um, when we played it, but it's not always beneficial because I can't think of every move ahead of time yeah. because I don't know where your people are going to be or yeah. your person is going to be. It definitely makes it an interesting game. Yeah, yeah but. Definitely. It, I definitely wasn't disappointed playing this, except for the fact that we totally forgot to put out the scenery. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's one of those games, too, that I feel like I always see people like, oh, I grabbed something else from here, or like, or I had some extra, like, scenery stuff from, like, a, a role-playing game I played, and I put that in there instead. Oh, really? To, yeah, to kind of beef it up to make it look cool. I, I like that it's like, you know, it gives people more ideas to, you know, make... It more like artistic you know i think it's cool what do they put a water slide out there or something? yeah totally because you know after you've gotten done you know robin robin uh you want to go on a train, water slide you wanna, well, water i want to slide right out of it and just go see ya. i would i'd be like a bank see ya slip and slide <laughs> yikes <laughs> uh, oh lord so, help us yeah it was nice to get that to the table yeah it was fun Next time we do this, we're going to go to the D's. We actually played a couple of D games that we really actually enjoyed, but we're only going to pick one to talk, to focus on, but we'll also talk but about the D games. What will we, have. we pick? I don't know. Uh, speaking of, what other, what C games do you have, and which ones do you really enjoy? Um, do you have some of the same games as we do? Yeah, or that's do right. you have ones that are different that's than right. the ones, than the copious? Crazy amounts of C games we have. Whoa, you used two C words on that. That was crazy. Oh, I did. I said crazy. Oh my gosh, it's C-words. sheer chaos. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, I can't stand it anymore. We gotta go. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, like I was just saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let us know of your favorite C games and C games that you have at MFGCast on Twitter at at Mrs. Og. M-R-S-A-U-G on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. I am KT Amuler, A-U-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Tracy is at Tracy Amuler. Same last name because we're married. But it's T-R-A-C-I-A. T-R-A-C-I-A. I-A, apparently. Yep. Sorry. Okay. 
<laughs> he glared at me, everyone. I didn't, gla- I didn't glare at you. I just accept you. Or he so, rolled okay. his eyes. Okay, here we go. Hmm? Rolled them. All right. <laughs> I love the sound effect. That was awesome. It was. Whoop. All right. So until next time, I'm Kurt. And I'm TRACI. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm Tracy. Please take that out. <laughs> no, I'm keeping <laughs> it. And thanks for listening to the MFG Cast. See you next time. Bye. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.